0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Parents to Be podcast, where I help you navigate the world of pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. I'm Jenna, a third-year student nurse from UBC Okanagan, and today I'm going to be talking about lotus birth. You may already know a bit about this practice, or you may be wondering what lotus has to do with birth. Either way, this episode will help you make the best decision for you and your baby, Before we get into it, it's important that you understand the structures that we'll be talking about. The placenta is the amazingly complex organ that develops inside your uterus during pregnancy. It is essentially what gives your little one life by providing oxygen and nutrients and removing waste. The placenta attaches to the wall of your uterus, and the umbilical cord connects the placenta to your baby. Usually, the placenta is delivered within 30 minutes after childbirth. If it is retained, infection or hemorrhage can occur. In most cases today, the umbilical cord is cut soon after delivery. However, there are various different beliefs and practices. Early cord clamping is when the umbilical cord is cut within 60 seconds after delivery. Cutting the umbilical cord 1-3 to minutes after delivery or after the cord stops pulsating is known as delayed cord clamping and lotus birth is the less common practice of leaving the baby attached to the placenta and allowing the cord to naturally separate from the baby. So you may be wondering what is most commonly practiced today. Currently, the World Health Organization strongly recommends that the umbilical cord not be clamped earlier than one minute in preterm or term newborns. So in most cases today, the umbilical cord is cut around one to three minutes after childbirth, However there are some reasons why the cord may need to be cut immediately postpartum. Emergencies such as the need for immediate resuscitation of the newborn, maternal hemorrhage, or placental abnormalities are some instances where delayed cord clamping or lotus birth would not be possible. I should also mention that delayed cord clamping has not always been common practice. In 2015, the American Heart Association and the American Academy of Pediatrics revised the neonatal resuscitation guidelines to recommend delaying cord clamping for about 60 seconds after delivery, as growing evidence showed that this improved neonatal outcomes. Delaying cord clamping has shown to help increase hemoglobin levels, improve iron stores, and reduce anemia risk in newborns. This is because blood flow from your placenta to your baby continues for a while after delivery and increases their blood supply. So now that we know about the common practice of delayed cord clamping, I'm going to answer some questions about lotus birth, which as I mentioned earlier, is when the umbilical cord is left uncut and naturally separates on its own. I got you guys to ask me some questions about lotus birth on Instagram and I'm going to jump right into them. First, many people ask about why someone would choose lotus birth, and there are various cultural and spiritual reasons why people may choose lotus birth over traditional practices. Mothers who choose lotus birth often do so to show respect for the placenta and natural processes of birth. Some think of the placenta and the baby as a single unit because they are formed from the same cell, and therefore should be given the time to separate on their own. Others believe that cutting the cord is a form of violence that could harm the baby. Next, Amy asks why is it called lotus birth? It was named after Claire Lotus Day in 1974. She developed the practice of lotus birth after noticing that chimpanzees did not separate the placenta from their newborns. Parker asked how long does it take for the umbilical cord to separate? and it usually takes about 3 to 10 days for the cord to naturally separate from the baby. How common are lotus births? was asked by Naomi. That's a good question. Lotus births are quite rare, however the exact incidence is unknown. Today it is being practiced in many countries around the world, including Canada, the US, Australia, Italy, and Turkey. A commonly asked question was what are the benefits and are there any risks? Some mothers who have experienced lotus birth felt that it helped enhance bonding with their newborn, improved breastfeeding, and made their newborn calmer. Compared to early cord clamping, delayed or no clamping has shown to help lower the risk of infant anemia and improve iron stores, as I mentioned earlier. Lotus birth may also help newborns stabilize cardiovascular function And contribute to healthy brain development. However, a common challenge among parents who experience lotus birth is having to carry the newborn and placenta together until separation naturally occurs. Babies who experience lotus birth may be at higher risk of certain complications such as infection, jaundice or injury to the umbilical cord. Infection is a primary concern As the attached umbilical cord and placenta creates an environment that can serve as a medium for bacteria growth. Keep in mind though, the incidence and likelihood of these complications is unknown and the research is quite limited. More research studies are needed to better understand both the benefits and risks of lotus birth. I also had many questions around how you would keep the cord clean, After birth, the placenta is washed, salted, and wrapped in fabric or placed in a bag. About two to three hours later, herbs such as lavender or rosemary may be added. The placenta is kept in a fabric bag, and salting is continued at least once a day until the cord naturally separates. This process helps reduce the smell and prevents infection. Xenia also asks, what do you do with the placenta after it separates? Most people dispose of the placenta after it separates from the baby. However, some people perform rituals such as burying it in a special place or incorporating it into art in order to show respect and thank the placenta. And of course, many people asked if I would recommend this practice. Currently, there is not enough evidence to fully support the practice of lotus birth. I think more research is needed to evaluate the health implications and safety of this practice. Before choosing lotus birth, it's important to be aware of the potential health risks and continually watch for signs of complications in your baby postpartum. If you're considering lotus birth or other options related to umbilical cord clamping, please talk to your healthcare provider. You can also visit bcwomans.ca for more information. Know that each family is unique in their preferences and beliefs, and finding what works best for you and your baby is what matters most. I recognize that was a lot of information to take in, and as a soon-to-be parent, you're likely feeling overwhelmed by all the options and decisions ahead. So I'm going to end this episode with a quote by Nea Rivera, You're always going to wonder if you're doing things wrong, but that's what it means to be a parent, to care so much about someone else that you just want to be as perfect as possible. Thank you for being here with me today. Take care and I'll be back next week to talk about breastfeeding.